John and I met, the fun fact, we yeah. met actually at Camp Lurecrest. Okay, yeah. Um, when we were working there, um, right after high school. And then we ended up, we did, we got married at 20, which is wow. fun. Uh-huh. Um, not what all, everybody's parents would Yeah. But so, yeah, so we've been married now 12 years. Okay. Um, 12 years and have three kids. Um, John is a filmmaker. Yeah. So kind of a non-traditional job there for him. And yeah. in my, my background, I actually have an undergrad degree in special ed, special okay. education, mm-hmm. and a master's in speech language pathology. Okay. Um, so now having a kid with yeah. special needs uh-huh. is like its own... Uh, totally a blessing and a curse. Yeah. Um, to have like the background I do. Yeah. Professionally, but then it's so different when it's your kid. Yeah. It's just so different. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Um, and then yeah, and so Finn was diagnosed. I mean, you tell me if I'm like abbreviated version. No, go ahead. Me. Go ahead. Um, Finn was diagnosed with Hunter syndrome. Really, I guess September of twenty. 16. Okay. Um, so like two and a half years ago, which is really hard to believe. Wow. Yeah. Um, and, but it took us, it was like the worst thing ever. It was just the diagnosis process, honestly. Um, because it, it was just, I was, it was honestly like a, like a series of errors you would have never imagined in yeah. terms of what, I mean, we started the process in May, and it took us from May to September to really get, like, a full diagnosis. Wow, yeah. Um, and it was one of those things that, honestly, we didn't have. Like, a lot of parents, I feel like, you know, with a kid with medical needs, you often, like, you start noticing things that are wrong. Mm-hmm. And then start trying to, like, figure out the puzzle. Yeah. But with Finn, you know, he was a little bit behind. Like, mm-hmm. language, maybe a, he was late to walk, but yeah. so were my were my girls. Yeah. There were a lot of things with him that weren't super obvious. Yeah. Um, symptoms of Hunter syndrome. It was all very subtle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we really were not looking for you know an answer. Yeah. But our our pediatrician at his two year old checkup, honestly, it was just like out, alpha facial features. Yeah. Um, he was like, you know what? I feel like something might be going on. And so that's what started us down the path. Wow. Yeah. Um, which is super. Um, I mean. In a lot of ways, really fortunate because a lot of families don't get a diagnosis until maybe four years old. Yeah. Um, you know, anywhere, a lot of these boys are diagnosed between two and four. Okay. Um, because it's it's a matter of kind of the buildup of the, the waste in their cells. And mm-hmm. so the damage kind of like builds up over time. So they really seem, they seem like typical kids as babies and, you know, toddlers and then. Um, yeah you know, stuff kind of starts to come up, um, as they get older, you know, and I don't know how much like medical you need, or I'm sure you can pull that too, but, uh, you know, for him, he, you know, like I said, he was a little late walking, a little late talking, like, so kind of just in general, late hitting milestones, maybe, Uh which is a way to put it, but he had this like big round belly, Mm -hmm. also like kind of typical if you're around little kids. Uh Uh-huh. Um, and an umbilical hernia, okay. which also really common, like the little Audi belly button. Uh-huh. Um, but that's a marker of Hunter syndrome because they have an enlarged liver spleen. Okay. And so, in fact, he did have, you know, a large liver at the time. It's gone yeah. back down in size. Um, okay. Treatment, but 
anyways, again, so I don't know how much of that, like, diagnosis process yeah. that covers it. Yeah, that's you want great. more detail. Um, that's great. With how he was diagnosed. Um, yeah, and then that's yeah. when he, September, September he was diagnosed, and then it took us until, I think it was, like, the beginning of November, if my memory serves me correctly, okay. when he had, um, he had his first set of surgeries. Okay. To um, begin to, to then begin treatment, so okay. he had a, a it's called a central line port put in. Um, it's like uh, it just sits right under the skin. I don't know. Okay. If, yeah. I don't know what kind of background you have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it um, and that's what we use to access. Like instead of giving him an IV in his arm every week for treatment, yeah, because he gets an infusion. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can just access the port. And so he has, he had all that stuff done and began these weekly infusions. Okay. Um, in November of 2016. Okay. So that's a lot of his like. Yeah. Stuff. That's, it was crazy. We yeah. have, so Finn was, um, you know, May is two years younger than Finn. So uh-huh. I literally, I mean, I had a newborn. Yeah. You know, she was only a few weeks old when we first heard the words Hunter syndrome. Yeah. And started going through the diagnosis process. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I think it was, it maybe kept me out of like some pits of despair because mm-hmm. I had, you know, I had, I kind of had, I mean, I could grieve, sure, but yeah. I had to, like, I had to, um, you know, I was nursing an infant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I was providing, you know, life and environment for a newborn at the time. And yeah. So some of that early on, um, I think having other kids kind of helped normal, like just kind of maintain some normalcy. I think yeah. the temptation sometimes is to just like kind of let everything else fall apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think because, because Ben had siblings, uh, it, it did kind of serve to ground our family a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, in terms of the girls were in school or doing, you know, like my oldest was starting school and there was, you know, there were other things going on that we had to also give attention to. Uh-huh. Um, I think it kept us from, I don't know, I don't know how else to say it. No, yeah. Like, but it, it grounded us a little bit to have uh-huh. another girl. Yeah. Um, but okay. I would say challenging um, in terms of knowing how to, you know, communicate what was going on. Yeah. And challenging for me to give up, you know, give up so much time. Uh-huh. Um, I just felt like I was, that first year especially, I mean, it was so many appointments. Yeah. You know, not to mention one, I was spending an entire, almost an entire day every week at the hospital mm-hmm. for his infusions. Um, and so, you know, that was a whole day that I was trying to shuffle and get childcare for my girls. So they weren't having to sit up there and yeah. maybe juggling that. Mm-hmm. And then he just, he has a ton of doctor appointments. I mean, like lots of lots of specialists that follow him, you know, anywhere from a neurologist mm-hmm. to a cardiologist, you know, audiologist. You know I mean, he's got, so many specialists that yeah really, it's just taxing on my time uh-huh um, i think as a mom that you carry some of this mom guilt you know yeah. just, like having to give uh trying to balance that like the needs he has um mm-hmm. but also then too trying to balance like giving him some fun moments and not just like <laughs> yeah we just I feel like all my like dates with him yeah you know, like mommy dates are at the doctor's office yeah um, so what does life look like kind of now, like day to day with doctor's appointments? And like, so what does your typical day, I guess, and week look like now? Yeah, we, I feel like it's a little calmer. Okay. Um, 
but that's still like our calm is most people's crazy probably yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> you know because our I think about it, I'm like oh yeah he has I mean he goes to a specialized preschool okay where he's getting lots of language intervention yeah um and he goes to school four days a week okay and then the fifth day we're able to do so like on Fridays mm-hmm. we have and then we do our infusions at home now okay so a nurse comes to our house and we'll be here for like you know five hours uh-huh. to do his to do his, his infusion um which is a blessing to be able to do that at home yeah for sure um and then we um he has you know physical therapy mm-hmm. he's occupational therapy um and you know so and then all of the other specialists that you know follows us yeah follow us and and really because of hunter syndrome he's he's sick more often he's more susceptible to you know congestion and yeah you know he has hearing aids so you know we have to like take care of his hearing aids and make sure mm-hmm. that you know those are working properly or we'll go get you know have to like go to those checkups and, yeah um you know he takes you know different medicine um like he takes medicine for his heart in the morning and at night and okay. yeah, so there's definitely these things um it's funny how like after a while just become your normal uh-huh. um, now I realize like if we're going on a trip <laughs> leaving leaving our kids with someone you yeah start to write out notes and you start to realize like oh how complicated um you know kind of the day-to-day yeah really is um, mm-hmm. even though it becomes your normal yeah yeah for sure um okay so kind of like changing directions a little bit so how has the Lord used your story in these past couple years to expand your own faith and like make you stronger and then also, like, if at all, how has the Lord used your story um, to encourage others, if if at all? Um, I think I think the Lord's used it in a few, you know, I could kind of take it in a few different yeah. directions. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think personally for you know my husband and I, yeah. or even just for me, I mean, speak for to me. Um, I think it has been. Uh, You know, we, we kind of said, kind of made us like really uh, like put into action like what we would say we believe, you know, and, yeah. and what it what it looks like to really trust God's goodness and actually mm-hmm. to like proclaim that like mm-hmm. the Lord is good and He is kind, even though like we're walking through a really dark season. Yeah, um, and what what feels so. Um, feels so unnatural uh-huh. <laughs> you know, to, be, to be parenting a kid who might not see his 10th birthday yeah. you know it's just not normal um but it's just been a place of you know it definitely brings new meaning to like uh coming to the lord broken and yeah able to just um you know to to be authentic to you like mm-hmm. the lord um, but I think I've been more surprised with how many like highs and lows, you Yeah, know? like it's just been such a season of like ups and downs, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, feeling, feeling good and kind of confident and like trusting. And then the next day I could, yeah. you know, really fearful and really anxious. And so I think that has been, but just, so in those extreme kind of ups and downs of the journey, mm-hmm. I think it's been cool to just see, like, I know, and just to trust like the Lord's steady hand uh-huh. across those kind of roller coasters, you know, mm-hmm. in a suffering season. Um, and I think, you know, for us, it's definitely given us a platform 
in terms mm-hmm. of, you know, people are engaged in Finn's story and, you know, we just met in the process. We've met so many people who otherwise, otherwise we wouldn't have met, you know, yeah. from, from other, you know, special needs families to, you know, complete strangers who may have like seen, you know, seen our faces on some flyer for a fundraiser. Yeah. You know, like it's just been so interesting that rubbing shoulders with so many new people uh-huh. based on Finn's story. Um, and I think that has been a source of encouragement because I, in terms of the Lord using like, you know, using our faith and using some of kind of our vocal, like if we're vocal about, you know, trusting God's goodness in this, uh-huh. um, what we're doing, a little bit of what we're doing Project Alive too, you know, mm-hmm. which I know is a little bit later, but you know, this idea of like, we jumped on board with something that yeah. really like, of course we want it to help Finn, but there's a really strong chance that it might not help Finn. Yeah. And so this idea that we've been kind of selflessly like trying to raise all this money and do, you know, be involved in this effort, knowing, knowing deep down, we, it might not get here in time. So that alone has been really, um, it's been really challenging, especially as it's getting older and older. Um, That has been really hard for me personally the last few weeks. Um, Mm -hmm. But um, it has been, you know, even some of these other families who, are walking, you know, rare disease journeys um, and don't love Jesus. It's been a cool, I don't know, it's just been a cool space to, you know, now you're, you know, you're kind of doing life with a whole new set of people that you otherwise would uh-huh. um, have come in contact with. So, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, if that kind of makes yes. sense. Um, could you just explain a little bit about Project Alive? Um, yeah, Project Alive was a, is a parent led organization um okay. that started oh gosh don't quote me on this actually but <laughs> okay. um you say it started several years i think like five years ago really. okay i mean it, it was in existence before john and i jumped on board okay um i mean uh, technically under another name but whatever it okay. was so a group of families started this effort you know say five years ago okay and they um they were able to partner with researchers and begin developing a a treatment um, mm-hmm. called gene therapy, um, and gene therapy is revolutionary in that it would actually fix the problem these boys have yeah. down at the cellular level. Mm-hmm. Um, so Project Live really is leading the charge on getting this research up and running. Essentially, mm-hmm. so right now we're trying to fund, yeah. you say, fund a clinical trial at mm-hmm. Nationwide Children's Hospital. Okay, and that's who we're partnering with. Um, and so we are able to, you know, support families throughout the process, but truly, mostly right now, we're trying to just fund the rest of the trial yeah. to get the, to get it up and running. Because um, we've we've raised enough to make the drug, um, okay. And it's in the drug itself is in quality control, okay. Um, and then I don't know—is this too much in the weeds? No, no, no. Go for it. Um, and so yeah, so the drug's in quality control, and then once you know the drug is ready, the hope would be we'd have enough money in place and we'd be able to start enrolling boys into the trial um, itself and so it's just like a weird world of research this is like how it how it happens but it's you know super promising um treatment really we say it would be a cure because yeah it would it would stop what's happening Mm -hmm. at a cell like at the cellular level like in their dna 
And then if, you know, like years, years down the road, I mean, you know, a mom that's pregnant and knows the baby has it, I mean, they could give this treatment right at birth. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, there'd be no damage done. And so, which is really crazy to think about, um, that we're kind of on the verge of that. But yeah. that means that we're not any closer. <laughs> you uh-huh. know? So, yeah. my sweet boy, right this minute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's, you know, and obviously anything you want to pull from the website. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's fair game uh-huh. um, in terms of, you know, more of a discussion of Hunter syndrome uh-huh. and whatnot. Kind of like right now in the place that you are, like what are the ways that you would encourage people to kind of get involved or like how do people donate for this cause? Yeah, I mean, that's really right now. I mean, the biggest thing we need is just awareness and mm-hmm. raising awareness um, and raising funds, really. So anything from like have sweet neighbor kids that'll do a lemonade stand yeah. to someone, you know, donating like their consignment sales yeah. all the way to like full load, you know, big, big fundraisers, um, uh-huh. that have been hosted, um, that, you know, may bring in tens of thousands of dollars. So that's really the, that's really the best, best way to partner right now. Yeah. Um, and so if anybody's interested in donating, uh-huh. um, it's super easy to do so either at our website at okay. projectalive.org. Uh-huh slash donate okay. or people can text the word alive to nine one nine nine nine. Okay. Um, and then yeah, and just stay in touch. I mean, I feel like our, our social media platforms between Instagram and Facebook are really great ways to stay in touch with what we're doing. Okay. We try to, hi- you know, we try to highlight what other people are doing across the country, uh-huh. what's happening in Charlotte. Cause you know, it's made up of families really all across the U S yeah. Um, so it's a fun, even though there's not many of us, <laughs> but we are yeah. all spread out, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so it's a, definitely a good way to kind of stay in touch with what's going on. Or if someone yeah. wanted to host an event, it's a good way to get plugged in and promote things that way. Okay. Like, what are some ways that, like, people can be praying for Finn and even just, like, for your family now? Like, what are some things that you really are, like, asking for prayer for? Yeah, I think, um, you know, we... We, as a family, we often just simply pray that God would preserve his mind mm-hmm. and body as long as possible for a better treatment to yeah. be a reality. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think, you know, you're dealing with a disease that it's doing damage and nothing really is going to reverse the damage. Mm-hmm. So we continue to pray that, you know, that the Lord would just preserve his little mind and his body until a better treatment is available, yeah. whether it's gene therapy or, you know, something else the doctors may discover tomorrow, you know, yeah. anything that would be better than what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think, you know, just patience with the day-to-day yeah. struggles of, you know, the day-to-day struggles, you know, a kid with medical needs and special needs. Yeah. Um, you know, that's a big thing mm-hmm. um, currently on my For on sure. chart. Yeah. Um, and just trying to navigate um, yeah, those are probably the biggest things. Okay. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much again for taking yeah. some time out to help us out with this. 